The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the management of KUCI or the UC Board of Regents. For more information about this show, go to KUCI.org. Hi, this is Zach Galifianakis. You're listening to Cool Jazz Favorites. Hi, this is Zach Galifianakis. You're listening to Easy Listening Jazz Favorites. Okay. Hi, this is Zach Galifianakis. You're listening to KUCI. Irvine, 88.9. KCI, thanks for listening. This is Our Digital Future every Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. with me, Ziba Z, and today's guest is on the line. Thanks for calling in. We've got Angel Nicholas, the Community Library Manager from Florence Library. How are you doing today? Good, Ziba. How are you? Very good. Thanks for... Um, meeting me this weekend randomly at the art show in LA it's always great to find other librarians out in out and about at the same events and it's really um, great to talk and share our resources with the community listeners I'm very excited to have you call in and you work for the Los Angeles Public Library Los Angeles County Public Library System is that correct right I, I worked for the County of Los Angeles Public Library System correct mm-hmm and then where is the Florence Library located exactly? I haven't... Sure. Uh, Florence Library is actually located in South uh, LA, South Los Angeles. It's uh, smack, dab, smack dab in the middle of, of South LA, and it's, um, I, I serve predominantly Latino families. I would say 90, 95% are Latino families, and a lot of them are immigrants coming in from other countries, from Mexico, Central South America. And um, you know they're they're low income. The 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 library is a great resource for them to come to. Um, you know we talk about the digital divide when it comes to low income households, where you know even though now we can afford you know computer in every household, well guess what? Low income households sometimes they can't afford that computer, and they go to public resources to to get to the internet or to do their email to do the other things. So. We're happy to serve them. Do you have a large computer lab then? It's not very big. We're one of the smallest libraries, ironically enough, but we're one of the busiest. So we're only a 5,000 square foot library. Our sister library is Graham Library, which is about three miles away. But um, for being one of the smallest libraries, we are one of the busiest. How long have you been working there? I've been working there approximately two years, going on three. And I've, I've enjoyed every single minute of it. Uh, I get to practice my Spanish as an immigrant coming from a different country myself. Um, I kind of, I kind of feel, I, I feel that I can relate to to them. I feel that that uh, I'm in a position where um, I can, I, I have uh, uh, insight of, of what they're going through coming to a new country and that knowing the language and basically, you know, having culture shock the first couple of years. Um, getting here, so I'm very happy to be there. I'm very happy that I serve that that neighborhood. Is that what your title, community library manager, means? That you're the one, or what? What is community library manager exactly? Sure. The manager basically what he does is he manages the library and the staff. So basically, I am the director of the library. But you know, um, being the director of, li- of the library, I've been a librarian going on ten years now. Um, I, I like to get my hands dirty. I want to go out there and still do reference. 
I don't want to be a manager in the back room. I want to be out with the people. I want to be out and doing community outreach. You know, as much as I can, I want to go out there and do uh, um, informational fairs, go class visits. Um, you know, being a manager, I have the option of going to talking to my children's librarian and saying, hey, do you need company? Do you need any help? Do you need me to do um, tours in the library in Spanish? And then going to, adult, to the teen library and I do the same thing and I'm in charge of the adults. So, you know, I, I, I get my hands in everything. That, that's what I like. And that's, I think, I think to me, in my point of view, that's, that's what a manager is supposed to be, is, is to go out there and, and help out his, his, uh, his, his librarians and, and, and basically get the word out that, hey, we're, we're here. Wow. That's an excellent service, sounds like. And so you say a lot of the community members come to, to the library for resources? Absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of the, the, you know, a lot of the immigrants that come here, unfortunately, some of them have very basic education. Some of them have only graduated maybe, you know, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. They've never heard of the Internet, you know. Um, they don't know English, and they have their kids translate for them, the first generation um, Latinos that, that are born here that basically learn the language um, and so you know being that intermediary and you know, helping them out with you know now unemployment is rampant so getting them their you know how to apply for, for unemployment benefits well, you know how to get them to, to the different resources that they need to make it in this country um, you know anything from trying to get them books on how to learn English and, 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 you know, books to, to how, how to become citizens or what process do you need to become citizens. Um, you know, we're pretty much, you know, a one-stop shop. You know, um, we're talking about a lot of, you know, things being available on, online and they've, they've never really touched a keyboard before or they've never done email or they've never, you know, surfed the Internet. And, you know, a lot of them... A lot of the customers, the older ones anyways, that, that, that I, I service, um, they don't know that you can actually surf the Internet in Spanish. I mean, there are websites out there that are in Spanish and different languages for that matter. So I, I love, you know, their eyes light up when they say, well, holy cow, I can, I can read about Luis Miguel in Spanish and not in English, you know, my favorite artist or whatever. Um, so that's, that's, that's just, it's very rewarding for me. Oh, yeah, that's probably why we all join the librarian information specialists. We, we just like to help people, and it's really great. It's like a social service in a way, um, public libraries especially being out there in the community for the community, you know, put on through taxes and everything by the community. Do you find do you have um, enough resources for funding, or are you lacking in... Well, you know, um, you know, with the governor's cuts and, and you know, the the talk about cutting library funding and all that, um, we find that we have to make do with a lot less. Um, I think as librarians, we are very adept at making do with what we have. So even though, yes, we, we might get you know our budget cut or we, we might get a little bit less this year than, than last year, um, we we are very adaptable as librarian as librarians as a profession you know as a prof professionals i believe that you know librarians are very very they're very adept at, at at managing what we have and basically still providing that quality service to the community um i know you know i 
we're going to have a, a, a manager's meeting here in, in about 20, 30 minutes. And um, we, we talk all the time, you know, what can we do to service the community with whatever budget we have now? So, you know, we, we make do. We, we adapt. So it doesn't matter what happens. We'll, always, we'll be here and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll help the community no matter what. So... Yeah, as long as you have a building and you've got the... Yeah, absolutely. As long as we have a building, as long as we have customers that come through our doors, we're going to help them with whatever we have. So, I mean, you know, time and time again, I tell people, you know, they, they ask me, you were in the military, you were infantry, you were, you know, you know, 52nd Engineer Battalion. How the hell did you get from the Army to being a librarian? Well, I tell you, I mean, it's a calling for me, you know, sometimes... When I got here, you know, a librarian reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know what? You don't need to, to you know, you you need to do better because I I was basically flunking out of high school and I didn't have any direction. Being an immigrant, I mean, you know, not having any money and and not really knowing what to do with my life in this foreign country, um, this librarian kind of reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know what? You can go to college too. I mean, I you know, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? That there's no way." But, you know, I looked at a couple of options. I joined the military, and after the military, I basically made it my mission to go to library, to get to library school and, and be a librarian just like her. So, yeah, it's a calling. It's a calling. What city was that librarian in that helped you? It was in, uh, actually, it was a school librarian in Maine East in this Plains, Illinois. That was where we immigrated to it in, in, in um, the Chicagoland area. And, you know, going from, um, uh, uh, the student and then going in the military the only reason i was even able to go to college because southern illinois university had a clause that if you are a veteran they will accept you no matter what standing you had in high school and basically i had to talk to a couple of counselors and i had to promise them and i said you know what don't look at my grades in high school judge me about what i do now Mm-hmm. And for a couple of semesters, I was Dean's List, and they were very proud to, t- to have taken a chance on me, you know, taking a chance in the veteran, and, you know, they asked me. And when I transferred to U of I to, you know, get my library degree, they basically were saying, you know, this is not the right transcript. This high school person, you know, how, how did it, are you sure this is your right transcript from high school? And I said, yes, this is my high school transcript. This is my DD-214, which is from the military. And this is my transcripts from Southern Illinois University. And so they made the connection between, you know, a, a really troubled kid to the military straightening, straightening me out to, you know, to get being on Dean's List. And so they let me in um, at uh, Big Ten College. And, and now I'm a librarian and I can't be happier. Well, congratulations. I believe I might be in the same program. Was that the University of Illinois? Yes, yes. At uh, Urbana-Champaign? Yes. I believe you're doing the LEAP program, though. I actually went to school there. Yes. And, um, and the LEAP program is a bit different. The LEAP program, I don't know if how it is now, but you do basic training in the beginning, and then basically you take online classes. Uh, with me, I basically went for my, got my undergraduate there and also, um, you know, um, went for my, for my master's. And I was an, uh, I was an archivist, actually. Uh, before I was a, um, a grad assistant archivist at the University Archi- Archives, and I was taking care of the Advertising Council collection, you know, the Rosie R- Riveter 
and the uh, you know Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent force. Oh yes. Yeah. We play that PSA here at the radio station here. Yeah, that's a fun collection to take care of. I mean, just taking care of the, making sure that all of the reels are are, are not damaged and the posters. I mean, it's such a fun collection, and it was really, it, it wasn't boring at all. So. Oh, congratulations on that! So, did you receive a certificate of special collections as well? Is that the track you were doing, or uh, that was the track I was doing? But I did not receive the the certificate of special collect uh, special uh, collections. I basically just went for the general, you know, got my master's in, in library and information science and went to uh, public librarianship. I was actually considering and continuing to be to to do special collections, but. I know back then, when when I was starting out, I wanted to become an archivist. But when I was actually looking for jobs in and around the area, it was very limited. So mm-hmm. I figured, okay, let's just go ahead and do public librarianship um, and see what happens. And you know what? I fell in love with that too. I mean, they they talk about librarianship being the elastic profession, right? We can do anything oh, from yeah. preserving artifacts to to um, you know doing digital. Collection, so it's a very, it's a very um, broad, um, it's a very broad field. So you know, you could find librarians if you, if you need a researcher, that's a librarian. You know, data data analyst, that's a librarian. Databases, that's a librarian. So, a librarian can work anywhere from corporate all the way down to public librarianship. So it's just phenomenal how how many different things you could do with the degree so oh yeah you're lucky you landed in illinois that's the the home of the american library association in absolutely Chicago. we're number one baby <laughs> yeah. yeah i actually do go out there um once a semester for my program i've been there about three times a year this is my last semester and i just got my certificate of special collections yesterday nice congratulations that's thank, awesome thank you yeah and it's my second week interning as an archivist so now i'm getting hands-on experience with paper archives and nice where you are interning as an archivist i'm up in um, los angeles at the american film institute conservatory at the lewis b mayer library and special collections awesome it's fun i get to work with the producer charles K. Uh, K. Feldman's um, papers. Right. I think he was with Universal in the 30s and 40s, classic yeah. Hollywood. So yeah. it's really no, great. Hollywood is the place to be if you're looking for um, anything media related. Um, Hollywood is it. Um, if you ever get a chance, you should check out the university archives in um, in Illinois. So I have been there because one of my favorite bands that I've played at this radio station for the last 10, 11 years went met and formed at that campus, University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. So the first thing I did was go to the university archives. I thought, well, I know they probably did battle of the bands, and they're probably all in the university archives nice. history newspapers. Nice. That's so awesome. yeah, I talked to the staff there that's in library school as well for archiving and. So I, I'm familiar with your university archives there, and I love the campus. You're lucky you got to be there in person for many years because it's a great campus, especially compared coming from a, a very new campus such as UC Irvine from 1964. Something with so much history in Illinois is really exciting. Yeah, I, I loved I loved it. I, I loved every minute of it. So I had a good time when I was there. Um, Guest list. Know graduate school library information science so you walked for that too i'm walking may 13th you know i tried to walk but i was already deep into my um my um my profession i was already working in a public library and i was really debating whether i should walk but i i didn't get a chance to but it's okay 
Do you like the libraries out there? I think we visited a couple of the public libraries right by the campus. Yeah, the libraries are, are, are nice. I mean, Illinois libraries in general are very, you know, very nice. So, so are California libraries. But, you know, every time I travel, I make it a point to visit a library. Oh, just me to too. go. I mean, I could say that, you know, if I've gone to this place, I've gone to the library. Just to see the different collections and to see how the different librarians um think of, you know, because the librarians are the ones that drive the collection. They're the ones that basically get information from the community and, and from what they think the community needs, and they put together a collection. It's really interesting to go walk into a library and say, okay, look at the vision of this of this library. Look at where the information is being uh, targeted towards. Because, you know, you have, to, you have to serve your demographics, right? Yeah. Did you ever go to the libraries in the military bases? Uh, yes, I have. And so, you know, a lot of those places, libraries for the military are more geared towards, you know, a soldier uh, trying to get their degrees. You know, if you're a soldier, you, you're lucky enough that the military will pay a hundred, well, when I was in anyways, the military paid a hundred percent of your tuition. So if you're in the military, but you know, when I, I took a couple of classes when I was in, in, Fort, um, in Fort Carson, Colorado, uh, and I deployed to Haiti, my teachers were very, very lenient. They, they, they basically understand the mission of the military, and, and they basically said, okay, we know that you're going to be gone two months, six months out of this whole semester. We'll postpone everything. So, you know, and every, you know, there, there's satellite schools right in the bases. So, you know, they're, they're, they're very, they, they accommodate you, and they want to get, they want soldiers to get that degree so that, you know, if they make the, the, the military their career they have education and if they don't make the military their career and they get out to the to the real world they have that education that that, that helps them out in the real world as well so kudos to the military and what brought you to california were you just applying for public librarian jobs everywhere well you know what it's kind of funny because when i was in illinois i was just you know i you know coming from a tropical country i'm from the philippines um i just could not i mean i I joined one. Okay, I'm a little bit selfish because one of the reasons why I joined the military was so I can, I can go maybe maybe get stationed in Schofield Barracks in Hawaii or somewhere in California or somewhere warm in Texas. So they sent me to Colorado. So I, you know, that's more snow. So I, I, and then when I got back, you know, I went to Illinois and I, there's this this thing called Illinois Veterans Grant, and you can only use it in Illinois. So you know. That, that's I, I wasn't going to lose that veterans grant if I was going to lose it if I went somewhere else. So basically, you know, after a couple of years studying in Illinois, working in Illinois, dealing with snow, I just I just said I, I'm done. I, yeah. I quit my job. I gave my two weeks notice. I donated all of my material belongings and I packed up my army duffel bag, tossed it in my Jeep Wrangler, and started driving to California. I didn't have any job prospects. Uh -huh. I just said okay. Let's try California. So when I got here, I um, I started calling around and it started. You know, I had an interview in Sacramento. I had an interview with the um, Los Angeles Public Library, um, and then I had an interview with the County of Los Angeles Public Library. And and you know, this enthusiasm enthusiasm coming from the county library and, and the people that interviewed me, um, you know, it touched me. Cause so when they you know, Sacramento offered me a job, but when, when the county reached out and offered me a job and just the way they talked to me and they said, we really want you, we think that you're a good fit, and we have a place for you here, it, it, it was a done deal. Even though, 
you know, I, I don't want to really mention this, but I, I should, is that, you know, Sacramento offered me a bit more money. It, it's, to me, it's not about the money. It's, to me, it's where am I going to fit? Where am I going to be able to do the best, the more good, and, and, and the county is it. So it's a good fit, I, I, you know, and, and I don't regret the decision. It's the best decision I've made, um, and it's led me to this point where, where I'm, I'm the manager for Florence Library. I work for great bosses. I work, you know, I tell everybody every day I have the best staff any manager could ever hope to have. So everything's just ideal right now. Knock on wood, right? Wow, that's really great. I, yeah. Um, Glad that worked out for you, especially yeah. coming over with no jobs. I know I'm looking for jobs now. and oh, It's just, wow, you know, just pure luck, I guess. So. Yeah, and it's definitely great weather here because um, I went to Illinois in March last year, and that's the first time I saw snow fall from the sky. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it, and everyone thought I was um, crazy for yeah. not thinking <laughs> Give it's it two normal. Or three years, and then you, they call me back and tell me if you, if you still love it. Because the first year that I saw snow... I was like, wow, this is God's gift. And then after about three years, like, wow, i got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to go back um, the yeah. first week of March this year, and I was like, I'm going to prepare for the snow again. Oh, you need a parka jacket for sure. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. definitely if I could stay in Southern California libraries, that would be a plus. Right, right. So We'll see. So have, about, have you been back to the Philippines? Uh, yes, I, I've been back a couple of times to the Philippines. Um, you know, my... my, my Dad passed away a couple of years back, so I went back for the funeral. And uh, we have a custom that after a year, then you go back again to basically, um, you know, go back to the because my dad is from a from from um, a different tribe than my mother. So um, we're Catholic, so basically I go to the different. I go to my mom's side and my dad's side, and and we have what's called you know prayers for my dad. So um, we do that when he died, and also a year later. Um, to, to show respect, so that, that's what I did, and the county was really gracious enough to, you know, give me a couple of weeks off, and they said, hey, you know, this is for your father, you go do what you have to do, and then come back. Well, sorry to hear, but good thing. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it, it's great that I'm able to basically get away and, and, and do what I had to do, so... Did you check out any libraries while you're there? Uh, when I was there, I was not able to. I, I wanted to, but, you know, it was just, I, everything was just focused on my father so do you ever go back to illinois for any reason uh yeah um you know i go back to illinois i, I want to can i do a shout out to my fraternity yeah <laughs> <laughs> alpha psi lambda how you guys doing uh alpha psi lambda is latino based uh um co-ed fraternity over there university of illinois and uh i go back for my fraternity brothers weddings my fraternity sisters weddings all that stuff so you know even though We've been, I've been an alum with Alpha Psi Lambda for such a long time. I still go back, you know, it's, it's lifelong friends. That's uh, what I heard they're big for over there. That campus is one of the biggest uh, fraternity sorority campuses in the nation. What it is, it is. It's one of the big four, yeah. So, but you know, and you know, a couple of my friends, Asian friends ask me, well, why did you choose a Latino fraternity? I'm like, well, I don't know. They chose me. So, uh, it was a good fit and, you know. I don't know. I just I just felt at home with them, and so that's you know I'm one of the Filipinos in in a predominantly Latino Latino fraternity, but I, I I'm happy. <laughs> and and you learned Spanish and yeah, you know what I, you know I I actually went to Costa Rica to learn Spanish before I joined the Latino fraternity, but 
I got to practice Spanish with them. They give me double looks when I was pledging because I'm like, how the heck does this Asian know um, Spanish so well? But, you know, <laughs> got to know me. And then, you know, the, the Asian is just washed away. It's like, okay, he's one of us and that's it. You probably use it daily at the, your work in the Absolutely. library? Absolutely. Daily, even hourly sometimes because, you know, it's, it's a Spanish-speaking community. It's a Spanish-speaking community. And again, we've been speaking with Angel Nicholas from Community Library Manager at the Florence Library in the routes around Southgate in Los Angeles County, correct? Yes, yes. And it's really great that you can share the resources um, with our listeners here in Orange County and on the web worldwide. Everyone should go to their local public library and check out what their services are for free to provide. Yeah, can, can I just, you know, go to the library, yes, but also check out our website. There's a lot of things going on with digital collections right now. We've got uh, music called Freegal, which Freegal, you can actually, each library card can download three mp3s three music mp3s per week wow. um, and if you have more than more than one library card per household then that's three three songs per card and it's basically the entire sony music library oh, yeah. that, that you have access to so you know my cousin's got you know his wife's card his his son's card and they they download like um you know a bunch of music per week you know and it's great to offer that service we also have ebooks um, we have Overdrive and um, and One Click Digital. When actually, when I went on vacation in Hawaii in December, I went to Overdrive and I downloaded five books, um, audiobooks. And so I, I downloaded it in my um, iPhone. And you know, when I was on the plane, I just listened to my audiobook. When I got to Waikiki and I was sunbathing in, in Waikiki Beach, I was just listening to my audiobooks. It's great. I mean. You know, it's great that the building is there, but at the same time, it's great that you can actually access things online anywhere in the world. So, you know, the county is like one click away. So it's great. It's great to have that. You know, it's great to have that um, option, the Kindle, the, the iPad, too. I mean, everything now with technology is moving so far ahead that, you know, the libraries are catch. We're trying to catch up. We're trying to provide um Things that, that, that basically, you know, that, that we, we think that the community should have. I mean, going from when I was in the military, we had, I basically had to toss out three cratefuls of, of computer equipment in the battlefield that weighed 50 pounds each to now where the soldiers have, you know, computers on their helmets. And they have, like, tablets. It's, it's crazy how within, you know, a decade, things went from 50-pound crates to you know, two pound, half a pound, you know, computer chips or, you know, iPads. It's crazy. I, That's I'm just true. thoroughly amazed at how technology has taken off. That's our digital future. Absolutely. And, you know, if you want to stay, re- you know, we want to stay relevant, you, you, you have to, you have to go out there and basically uh, provide, you know, provide stuff, uh, provide things for the community that, that, that they can use in, in their digital devices. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, our, our show is over, and thank you so much for being on Our Digital Future, Thursdays at 8.30 a.m. Angel from the Community Library Manager at Florence Library, Los Angeles County. Check them out. Thanks for talking to you, Zibai. It was a great half hour. I really loved it. Um, thank you very much. Anytime, and have a good day. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Zibo. You're welcome. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Stay tuned for Nonprofits for Us. 
the world of nonprofit organizations with Deanne Crane, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. hour, which goes well with our digital future, where librarians around the world discuss the digital future of our information spaces with me, ZBZ. Stay tuned to KUCI for more great public affairs programming.